Christmas to all my peeps and peepettes. You have once again stumbled upon NH Unscripted, where we today are on the hunt for 16 Vestal Virgins because it's Christmas time and I got presents to hand out. I am your whiter shade of pale host, Ray Dudley. There's more truth in that than I care to get into. We are coming to you from the wonderfully lavish studios of WKXL in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And for those folks who need a URL, yeah, baby, you can find us at nhtalkradio.com. I need to take a moment once again to thank my sponsor, Merry Christmas to Matt and all of his crew up there at Lakes Region Fencing, Guilford. Matt, we really, really appreciate all you've done for this show. Folks, if you are in the market, especially coming up for the springtime where you need a new fence, head on over to lrfence.com. Spend some time. There are gorgeous, I mean, almost like painting-like photos of fence work that Matt and his crew do. And it is stunning. They do it all, horse corrals, pool stuff, you know, property lines, commercial fencing. And they don't use that cheap garbage that you find over. You know where. You've been there. They use the real stuff, real cedar, real beautiful polyvinyl, whatever they are. I don't even know. Powdered, coated aluminum. You got it. You got it. You know, LRFence.com. You know what? Here's a, here's a tip, pro tip for date night. Get yourself a bucket of KFC. Bring in your loved one and just spend a few hours on date night scrolling through the photos, happily cheering on where you're going to spend your next bonus check. Yeah, baby. Matt, we love you guys. That's Lakes Region Fence in Guilford. LRFence.com. I have been trying to get my next guest for several weeks. We can't seem to, uh, to uh, make a date. We finally got it, though. Good morning to Donald Tongue. How are you, my friend? Good morning. I've been doing well. Thanks. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so, so ready for this one. Um, Donald is from Tongue Mountain Productions, among other things. He's an author and uh, an excellent director. We are here today to talk about his short film. Is that what they would call it? Yeah, short film? Yep, short film. Yeah, yep. um, called Home Burial. Before we get into that, what the the details and we start pulling it apart, Donald, give us an overview of what the film is about and maybe why you chose it. Sure, sure. So the film is actually an adaptation of a Robert Frost poem with the same title, Home Burial, uh, which is a very powerful poem. Uh, it's around a couple that has just recently uh, experienced the loss of their firstborn child uh, and it's about them trying to come to terms with the, uh, the grief and how they are expressing their grief in different ways and how that is just creating a chasm between them. Uh, and Robert Frost uh, captured this particular scene, uh, which is really what the poem is, is a scene between this couple, um, just so exquisitely well that uh, I just had to do it. Uh, it's something that uh, I've been thinking about for a long time, just had this cinematic quality to the poem, mm. uh, which actually a number of his poems have that kind of, uh, I'd say, uh, sort of portraying a, a moment in in sort of uh, quintessential New England, um, rural New England, uh, rustic yeah. uh, experiences. So for folks, who, uh, I've 
I've heard the soundtrack, and Donald began to show me some of the uh, actual film itself. It's agonizing. It's painful. Yeah. Um, it's it in a beautiful way. I don't mean right. it's painful to, to watch. I mean it's it's yeah. gorgeous. First of all, absolutely gorgeous. And for anybody who has ever lost a, a loved one or know somebody who's been through it, um, the grief and agony that's that it, it just it's heartrending. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's almost brutal. In it. So how how did you come across this one and why this one of all the right. stuff that he's written? Why? Right. So a uh, little backstory. Uh, Robert Frost uh, and Eleanor lost their first uh, child when he was three years old. Uh, and so this poem, I, I have to imagine, just comes out of his uh, very personal experience and how keenly aware he is of how such a, a tragic moment can just create such, uh, uh, just, uh, you know, the, the cost it has on a marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's there. It's yeah. plain as day. Yeah. I mean, you can tell the agony he poured out right. through the pen onto, onto that. Right. Man, oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a deeply personal poem. It's interesting. Um, he, uh, he gives the wife a name in the poem, but he doesn't give him a name, uh, which I find How is he curious. referred to? Uh, he isn't. At all? Just oh. he. Oh. Yeah, just the personal pronoun. He, you know, Almost he, like first he saw her from like the a... bottom of the stairs before she saw him. Uh, and um, so... So yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because uh, in other poems he does where he does have sort of characters and dialogues and sort of very similar kind of uh, again just creating a scene. He gives the characters names, uh, but in this one he doesn't. So I find that you know again I think it's just a very personal thing. I think it's really him. Yeah, uh, that he's he's pouring out on the page. Yeah, you almost want to cry when you watch it and you know, you, or you hear it. I mean mm-hmm. it's it's deeply personal. Yeah, how long was this? In in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. fermenting, thinking, you know, I could do something with this. I could mm-hmm. make it maybe a short play, like a one act or something, you know. Or what made you decide to to to? How long did it take to get it out, and then why film? Sure. Um, so I guess backing up a little bit more, uh, I wrote a, a play about Robert Frost, uh, which. Oh, by the way, uh, what? You, yeah, huh. I seem to recall <laughs> Ray, that. Yeah, Ray. Uh, Performed that at uh, Southern New Hampshire University a couple years back. And um, so in researching that play um, and Robert Frost and his work, uh, that's when I really started, you know, digging in and just becoming very familiar with his uh, with his work, his poetry. And so and actually uh, when we performed that there at the Southern New Hampshire University, I had the couple um, beforehand uh, do sort of a dramatic rendition of this poem. Uh, I don't know if you recall that uh, no. the two actors, uh, sort of, sort of a precursor to the play, um, did a uh, dramatic rendition. So that was kind of the first time I really kind of saw, okay, there's there's some potential here. Yeah. And um, and then I sat down um, this past year and wrote a screenplay of it. Um, so a screenplay is where you you take the dialogue and you adapt it and you come up with you know well, what shots would we get here? What you know what would they be doing? sort of the action that's going on. Um, though I will say that Robert gives you a lot of action within the poem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's kind of... Almost uh, self-directed. Right, sort of baked in right there. So yeah. um, so it just, yeah, visually just came to me. And um, so, and that, fortunately, you know, it's one of those things where you think, ah, this could make a film maybe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the end result has just been uh, really... Uh, 
more than I could have hoped for. <laughs> so before we get into too much of the uh, minutia, tell me a bit about, since this was your first time, I assume, writing a screenplay and producing a movie. Is that correct? That's okay. correct. This is my yeah, first time okay. filmmaker. How do you even go about starting that process? Good question. Uh, well, again, <laughs> the ah. screen the screen sort of started with the screenplay. Okay. As I'm a writer, and so I I kind of took the the poem and just kind of broke it down into a uh, screenplay adaptation. And then just uh, started talking to some friends of mine who do film and uh, made connections with. It was really kind of very serendipitous. Uh, I don't know if you know Rebecca Howland. I do. Uh, okay, so Rebecca helped me uh, find a location, and uh, she's a beautiful location. Yeah, she works for a uh, organization that uh, sort of is. Um, uh, responsible for uh, pres- uh, preservation of different um, uh, sites in New Hampshire, historic sites in New Hampshire. And mm-hmm. so she kind of sent out some emails uh, and the Canterbury Shaker Village responded saying, eh, we got um, this particular. So the the key thing I needed was I needed a staircase with a window at the top of it because it start, the poem starts out, uh, he saw her at the top of the stairs looking out the window, you know, and so yeah. you got to have that, you know, you got to have that. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of the key element. Uh, and the Shaker Village said, yeah, our, our schoolhouse just happens to have a staircase with a window at the top. Uh, so we went and checked that out. Um, and yeah, it just kind of fell together. Uh, she knew some uh, 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 directors of photography that she'd worked with before. And so I connected with them. Uh, I, checked out the um, New Hampshire Film Bureau for production designers uh, and found an incredible production designer from there. Uh, And uh, I hear the music. You do, my (laughs) friend. You do. It's time for Moxie and Candy Necklaces here at NH Unscripted. I am your host. Yeah, white or shade of pale. I'm going to get into that in a minute. We are coming to you live from the... uh, Six Flags-like conditions of the WKXL Studios in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. And for you blessed souls in Manchester, 101.9 FM, the URL where you can find this show and all the other great ones here is nhtalkradio.com. Donald and I are coming back. We got a lot to chat about. haven't found them yet we'll come across some i'm sure by the time the show's over i am your whiter shade of pale host ray dudley coming to you from the neverly never overly ostentatious digs of the bunkers of the wkxl studios in concord 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and a Manchester 101.9 FM, and we can be found at nhtalkradio.com, a whiter shade of pale, gosh dang it, so many high school dances ended with that one, how many broken hearts, oh my God, my God, my God. Oh, I do want to say, I promised a friend of mine before we go on, Donald, um, for you theater folks, for you theater folks, listen closely. 
he uh, produced a brand new website called thecastingconnection.net. It's strictly for theater and stage. You can go out there, you can sort by whether you want summer stock, whether you want professional, semi-professional, non-union. It can be regional. Um, it's everything that you would want to think about. I mean, thecastingconnection.net. You'll thank me later for that. Meanwhile, back to the topic at hand. Donald, you were saying. So, yeah, before the break, uh, I was talking about uh, reaching out to the uh, New Hampshire Film Bureau and uh, finding some great uh, human resources there. Uh, and the one was my production designer, uh, Jennifer McComb. Uh, she just, oh, man... I was just amazed. You know, I was kind of worried because the the Canterbury Shaker Schoolhouse does not look like a farmhouse. <laughs> it's oh. it's kind of a very uh, utilitarian, obviously made for large groups of children. Yeah. Uh, and so kind of um, really didn't, you know, while it had the window at the top of the stairs, which yeah. I needed, that was about it. So she came in. She put up curtains. She brought in, you know, just all sorts of things that just made it look like a a farmhouse. I I wish we could share that. It you know, absolutely sort of, does. That's amazing. Before the before and after photos wow. of what this what this space looked like before she got there and what she did with it. She worked on the uh, the Gilded Age, the HBO Gilded Age, yeah, uh, down in uh, Newport there. So yeah, she's you know very very talented. Uh, Dude, you just, struck gold. Uh, I, I did. You know, I was just, and that was the one thing. Yeah, I, I struck gold with her. I struck gold with my uh, directors of photography, Jonathan Olson and Jonathan Geddes. Uh, both were uh, just fabulous in uh, just helping me to kind of get the f- shots framed correctly. You know, I had the idea in my head. Yeah. You know what I wanted. You know where I, I think there's, uh, but to have their just professional eye photography eye uh and the equipment jonathan geddes brought in uh you know used his equipment and uh, which he had a great wealth of and did uh, you have things like those monitors and everything like you see on a film s- set and uh we had a um he had it on his uh, cell phone yeah so he had a bluetooth connection from his camera to a cell phone so i was able to sit there with a cell phone in my hand and watch as he was filming wow. and then be able to say yeah we got it now we don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know so yeah i was definitely you know didn't have the yeah as you said the big uh, high-tech yeah, monitors where it's framed in so you can see that see shot it, yeah. yeah but uh but it worked out really well and he also had a um a drone, uh, which we used uh, for some aerial shots. There's some that's breathtaking. Some of the even the, the opening one through the the field of uh, right weed or whatever. Yeah, as is. he's coming through wow. the field. Uh, there's also a shot from the window where you're looking out at the field and watching him walk across the field. So that is not from the window of the what of the uh, schoolhouse. You're kidding me. The schoolhouse looks out on the road, and you know. So the so he was able to take his drone shot of him walking across the field and then my film editor jonathan uh, olson was able to take that and make it look like it's you're looking out the window and seeing that shot from the drone wow uh, the magic of yeah. film honest to yeah. god and now again that was a, that was one thing i really wanted you know i had written in my screen yeah. play you know she's looking out the window and seeing him walk across the field uh, and they made it happen, you know. So that was, yeah. That yeah was, what was, was the biggest goal. obstacle that that you had to overcome? Was it money? Was it resources? Well, money is always a. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Just thought I'd let you challenge. go there if you wanted to. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess you know it was it was interesting because we 
we were kind of back and forth with the Shaker Village as far as a date. Uh, we had a, a weekend that kind of looked good for a bunch of people, uh, and then they and they were kind of not 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 to put anything bad on them. They were just you know busy, but you know yeah. weren't getting back to us. And then finally they said, yeah, yeah, sure, you can do that date. And then they were, we were at that point. I think maybe we were like six weeks out. Uh, so did you I, have deadlines that you had to meet? Yes. You know, I had to find, well, at that point I didn't have my production designer or my, uh, hair and makeup artist, uh, and, um, my script supervisors, uh, actually my script supervisors finally signed on the week of the shoot. Uh, so that was probably the biggest challenge is just getting all the resources, uh, ready to go. So the Uh, deadlines that you were, you were pushing, uh, at were not because you were going to submit it, um, Right to a film festival, it was the usage of the building itself. Right, it was actually yeah the 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 date opened up in June to for us to be able to have a whole weekend there uh, and shoot, which is a which is a good time because they have it's kind of a slow season for them, yeah. uh, sort of the beginning of the summer. Uh, their fall is usually their yeah, their busy time. Um, so yeah, it r- really worked out well as far as uh, timing. Uh, and again, yeah. My, biggest crunch was just getting myself ready for the whole thing getting my shot list you know ready yeah you know so i was organized to be able to kind of get in there and say yeah you know were you afraid you wouldn't get it done in a weekend um, did you get it done in a weekend was it a weekend yeah it was a weekend we had we had scheduled out three days i felt comfortable and my um directors of photography also felt comfortable that we would be able to do it in a weekend uh so we can't we uh, started on a friday early friday morning uh, had a beautiful day there. Was able to get all the field shots done. Uh, actually, spent the whole morning just doing the shots in the field. Which, if you look at the film, is you know, know. it's just here and there, you know. But we spent a whole morning, yeah, <laughs> trying, yeah, yeah. Trying, I'll to, I'll trying to get all that, you know, all that footage, um, so we could then piece it in. Uh, and then we went to the schoolhouse and got that, you know, started working on that. Uh, and then Saturday we got in there, uh, getting bright and early. And by the end of the day, Saturday, we had it wrapped up. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, actually, at, at noontime on Saturday, my um, um, script supervisor uh, came, got together because we had, actually, my DP said, you know, you, we got, you know, a good number of shots left on the shot list. You know, you might want to look at that and see if we can cut it down. So my script supervisor and I got together and we cut it down uh, and we were able to get it done. Done in two days. You know, so. it's amazing for folks who don't realize. So we're talking about a 10-minute film, right? Right. So you would think from the, the eye of somebody who has known nothing about film, oh, how hard going to be to shoot 10 minutes of film? But you are up against weather. Just even cloud coverage can change a shot from from right. scene to scene right. or even the same scene if right. you got to right. redo it. Yeah, I mean, the whole weekend was like uh, they were like uh, predicting rain and the whole weekend. So that's why we got out early Friday morning to get the field shots because we knew rain was coming. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it held off. It was nice. But, uh, yeah, the second day we were inside, but it was cloudy and, you know, kind of uh, – overcast but fortunately you just had the inside uh, work to do at that time so man oh so man. it worked out well there you know knock on wood yeah i know <laughs> i know i know good to know no animals were harmed in the filming of this, <laughs> this project no stuntmen were needed there you go you got that tell me how you found your cast so uh kate gilbert and michael cobb are two actors that i've worked with in theater uh, a good bit and so i just knew that they 
I, I just saw them uh, in these roles, mm-hmm. uh, and I rehearsed with them. Uh, actually, started we, we filmed in June, started back in March, uh, kind of doing some uh, rehearsals uh, with them, and uh, and it just clicked. They, they just really, you know, I, you know, I had a had a good hunch that they would work out well, and they did. So, uh, it's, it's, when you say you had to work with them, what? When you sat with them, what were you trying to get out of them? What was the most important, maybe emotion or move or something that you thought really needed to be there? And did they do it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, a, a good part of the initial quote rehearsals was really just reading and talking about the poem and talking about the characters. And how they saw their character, and how they felt their character was uh, processing the grief, mm. uh, and how they're not connecting, you know. And so, just trying to figure out, okay, you know, she's totally uh, unable to let go and unable to uh, move forward. Uh, he's totally wanting to move forward and can't understand why she isn't able to, you know, do the same. Um, and so. So that was key. Yeah, just getting those uh, contrasting emotions. Are you kidding me? You hear that music already? I haven't finished my candy necklace. How am I going to get the hot tamales in? Man, oh man, Donald and I are talking on NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the blimp-like condition to the WKXL studios in Concord, high above the city. Streaming from 1450 AM and 103.9 FM. Those are radio coordinates for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. 101.9 FM in Manchester. And if you need a URL, here you go, baby. NHTalkRadio.com. We are coming back. We're not going to get this done. That's what I feel. Hot tamales for everyone. the love train y'all know it. we love you out there we are coming to you deep below the earth in the wkxl bunkers 1450 am 103.9 fm and 101.9 fm in manchester our url is nh we got that out of the way donald tongue is here talking to me about his short film home burial donald please tell me about the editing process uh, so yeah, once you uh, have captured this film mm-hmm, that uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you spent two days just mm-hmm. you know capturing from this angle, from that angle, from you know who knows you know you got I forget how many hours of uh, film we ended up with. yeah yeah I bet. <laughs> you know so now somebody's got to actually take this and make a film out of it uh, and uh, thank goodness again. You know, finding good people. Jonathan Olson of uh, Rolling Shutter Productions uh, is actually in uh, New Hampton, New Hampshire. Uh, is uh, just a again a, a wonderful find. He was able to uh, take his. He, he's a very busy editor, so he unfortunately had some time and was able to um, put together a uh, the whole film. And we, of course, back and forth trying to, you know 
fine tune things as uh, you know he he came up with the uh, the opening segments of uh, different uh, things in the farm quote quote unquote farmhouse yeah. uh, that Jennifer had created uh, and just these wonderful little shots you know just to create the mood um, and then it was just kind of back and forth of uh, us going uh, you know need to adjust this uh, person and that person uh, in this shot a little bit. Um, so for folks who don't know, filming is very, very difficult because it's not just like taking one head on. You'll run a scene three, four, five, six, seven, eight times from the side, left side, the right side, from overhead, underneath. And, and so it's, it's not as simple as, oh, we're taking a photo right. and then going to do it. Right, right, right. And so that all has to be edited somehow for the best shot. The actors have to repeat the line over and over and mm-hmm. over as though they've never repeated it over and over and over. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's quite uh, magical the way it, it all comes together because, uh, right, you have Michael on the stairs, her down by the door, and um, the 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 stairs that he's sitting on with the window behind him is not the stairs that looks down at the door so we have to kind of sort of piece that together uh because it's a totally different the way the staircase works there uh what looked like him looking down from the window uh was actually not <laughs> you know so yeah just again the the magic of editing uh to make this space uh Totally different than it is in actual real in life. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they use for that? Was it like the Final Cut Pro? Uh, uh, no, actually, uh, Adobe Premiere. They is, did. Yeah, Adobe Premiere is what uh, Jonathan used. I I use Final Cut Pro, but yeah, now he's uh, he's got some more better better tools. Were you there <laughs> for the whole editing process? So it was again kind of a back and forth where he would send me. Um, a version of the film uh, I would make notes uh, and then uh, he would uh, you know based on the notes make the edits and you know could end up you know maybe six or so uh, back and forth on that uh, and then I ended up uh, connecting with a um, a film festival uh, consultant yeah who um, li- watched the film and she said you need a sound editor Oh, uh, that's very interesting. She said, the, you know, it, it, the film is good, but the sound uh, is going to be a problem. Okay, uh, why? What's going on? Uh, it just had, it just wasn't um, consistent, you know, some mm-hmm. of the vocals. In fact, we had to go and um, after, um, in August, we had to have uh, Michael and Kate uh, go up to uh, Jonathan's studio and record, re-record some of the... Um, the dialogue yeah because it just it just what we captured in the space uh just didn't work did you have like a boom an overhead boom yeah we had a boom uh but you know trying to get the boom close enough yeah. but not get it in, in- shot <laughs> 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 yeah. i know it will <laughs> the floating boom and again being a very um live space you know a lot of wood it had a lot of echo mm. and stuff uh, and so we needed to kind of clean that up in certain moments. Uh, so we had to re-record things, and they did a wonderful job of sort of matching their, you know, delivery of the words. So it looked like, you know, it wasn't re-recorded. It was, yeah. you know. Um, but so again, the film festival doctor said, you know, I, I know a guy who's a um, actually a um, uh, Grammy award-winning sound editor. Uh, and so she connected me with him. Locally? Vinny, he's local? Oh, no, he's in uh, okay. New York City, okay. Vinny Alfano. 
Uh, and he uh, he said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, you can uh, sort of a, a rate for, you know, simple folk like us <laughs> working yeah. on a, on a uh, uh, new film. So, uh, so yeah, he took it and, uh, yeah, did a wonderful job with the sound. That was back in September. Actually, we thought we had had it wrapped up. And then, again, the film editor or the uh, film festival consultant said, you know, you need something. So he brought in Vinny. Redid it again as far as the sound. Um, and then there was a moment in the story where I had convinced myself it was her saying the lines. And I started reading some other analysis of the poem. And all of them said that he delivered those lines. Okay, hold the phone here. Because <laughs> I know how important what you're about to say is. After all this time, you're we're, kidding me. Yeah, we're talking September. I kind of like realized that, yeah, I should have, yeah. So nobody could pick that up. It just flowed so naturally. It, it, the way oh, it, yeah, it just flowed naturally that she would be saying those lines. Uh, and I was like looking at these, ana- you know, poem analysis of uh, Frost's poem, and but everyone was saying, no, that's him saying the lines. I'm like, what? Really? So, Wait, so, so did you reread it and go, yes, yeah, I get it. That's oh, were you like fighting it the whole time? Uh, <laughs> so in sep- so in September, uh-huh. I, I, reached, I, you, I reached out to Jonathan and said, you know what, I got to redo these. Like it was like eleven seconds of the of the film. You know, it wasn't that long. Uh, I got to redo this. And Jonathan's like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I got to redo it. And of course, I'd already brought on Vinny at that point. I said, Vinny, hold off. You got to, you know, redo these lines. And so I had to have Michael record the lines. He was able to get in, he's, He actually lives up near Jonathan. So he's able to pop over to a studio and record the lines. And then we used footage that we had already captured. I was going to say, you must have already, you filmed it from a different right. well, person's perspective. Well, what right? I did is I had it as if he was saying it in his head, oh, that he was saying the lines in his head. Man, smart man. And so, and it actually works out really well yeah. because the lines are like, I shall laugh the worst laugh I ever laughed. God, if I'm cursed, you know, like he's going to say that out loud to her, mm, you know? Yeah. And so it actually works out well that he's saying this in his head. It's like, it's like the thing you say in your head, but you don't say it out loud. Oh, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So it actually worked out really well. Uh, Vinny was able to kind of alter the audio a little bit. So we, you know, it's like, it's in his head. He's like underwater, you know, he's yeah. like, he's like drowning at that moment. Uh, and then we we altered the color of the of the filming, you know. So again, it gets this kind of you know different different feel. Um, so while yes, it was a huge you know thing to kind of like at that moment say we got to redo. Yeah. In the end, it actually I think has worked out to make it a better okay. A better so film. do you still believe it's his words? And and can you do you look at it and go it was so obvious? How did I not see that? Uh, I wouldn't say I would say it's so obvious. Yeah, I can understand why. I mean, in the in reading the poem, uh, it's a kind of a different stanza mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, after her lines. So yeah, I guess okay, it's him. But I yeah, I, I just don't get why. Anyway, it, it, so yeah. Frost didn't make that delineation, huh? Um, well, not uh, I mean, apparently not. Yeah, I mean, not, not yeah. I mean, yeah. again. I, I, I clearly heard her saying it, mm-hmm. but again... Well, apparently uh, everyone did because yeah. nobody caught it. Well, yeah, nobody caught it until, you know, I started doing some more deeper analysis and, uh, wow. 
and then realized, yeah, any any frost aficionados that see this are going to be like, that's not her. That's calling him. you out, dog. <laughs> yeah, calling so, you out. So yeah, I had to redo that. Yeah. So I want to get back to the sound just for a second. Um, sure. When you had finished the film, before you handed it off, were you okay with the sound, or could, were you like, man, it sounds like junk i can hear the echoes i can hear birds i can hear <laughs> airplanes whatever the heck i would say i would you know i guess and maybe my uh you know unsophisticated or you know or you know first filmmaker you know not yeah. being as you know attuned to that I, I was okay at that moment but uh no it sounds much better now it cannot be time for moxie how is that possible donald tongue is my guest he's almost my friend yes yes you are listening to NH Unscripted. We are coming to you from the mountaintop conditions of the WKXL studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and 101.9 FM for the happy, 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 happy souls in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is the URL. We got one more block to go. Holy moly. Can we get it all in? You know we can. We'll be back. Fireballs, because you know us. You know us. We are coming to you from the not especially overly ostentatious digs of the wonderful, wonderful studios of WKXL in Concord. We can be found. Get out your transistor radios, all my peeps and peepettes. We can be found at 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Put that little transistor radio earphone in. We can also be found at 101.9 FM in Manchester and the URL where you can listen to this show live. Live, I'm telling you. And you can also find all of the archives of this show and the other great programs here, nhtalkradio.com. My buddy Donald Tongue is here talking to me about home burial. We got a lot to cover this last segment as he filled me in. Okay, Donald, off and running, baby. Fire away. It's all yours. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just a couple of uh, interesting stories as far as our shoot goes. Uh, the day before we were going to be starting our shoot, uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, bright and early, getting ready. I get a text from the uh, curator of the Shaker Village saying some uh, preservationists have gone into the schoolhouse and removed some windows. <laughs> so she, Timing is everything. So she, she went over quickly and took a picture of the windows that had been removed and said, are there any of these uh, needed for your shoot? And I looked very quickly and oh. said, oh, yes, thank goodness they did not remove the one at the top one. of the you stairs. One, you only needed one. I only need one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those pesky preservationists had, uh, had almost uh, foiled us. Dang. Uh, but uh, so that was Dude, funny. That would have been tragic. Oh, God. That would have been like, okay, yeah. next time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it in the garage. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I just also wanted to mention that, you know, since this is a Robert Frost poem and we are doing it verbatim, uh, the, the film 
all the dialogue and narration in the film is the poem verbatim, as if you're reading it. Um, so I had to make sure that the actors delivered the words exactly as it's written. You could not have any, you know, flub anywhere. Mm-hmm. So fortunately, I had some good script supervisors who were watching uh, the script and while they were delivering the lines. Because uh, a lot of times I'd be like, okay, good, we're next. And the script supervisor goes, uh, she dropped the word, you know, and you're like, oh, Yeah, okay. see, now most <laughs> folks don't get that, right? Yeah. This is extremely important. Oh, we, and then especially in this case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you had to have the words exactly yeah. as written. Um, so we were having one shoot where poor Kate, man, she was just, you know, we'd like shoot it again. And we're like looking at the script supervisor afterwards, she goes, Actually, she dropped, you know, it's like, no. So, oh, so finally we, we took a lunch break because it was getting time for the lunch. And we came back after lunch and she just got it solid after lunch. But that was. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny um, as, from an actor's perspective. And you probably understand this having directed people as well. You tend to get a mental block over some things. It can be a word, oh, yeah, a syllable, yeah, yeah. a sound. Right. Where yeah. you just you see it in your head. But every time you, it's like a speed bump. Right. You keep hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. God, I hate those days. <laughs> yeah. So fortunately, we got past that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's just, yeah, definitely a lot of uh, kind of uh, interesting moments on set and uh, beforehand. Uh, but yeah, now we're getting into the festival uh, yeah, time. I am waiting to hear about this. So we just uh, we were accepted for the Culver City Film Festival. In, Stop uh, the presses! Hang on, back up. How did you even go about admitting it or submitting it to yeah. the festival? Come on, I so, want the scoop. So yeah, there's actually a uh, a website. Of course, there's a website for everything, right? Yes, uh, sir. Uh, called Film Freeway. Okay, never and, heard of it. And Pretty much every festival in the entire universe is on that, and you can basically upload your project to Film Freeway and then select which festivals you want to submit to right on the website. Uh, Did you click all of them? Uh, not, no, not yeah. yet. <laughs> it's expensive. So, yeah. Oh, I see, I yeah, see. Yeah, no, they, they don't, they, Another they don't, cost. They don't take it for free, but yeah, you got a submission fees. Um, but, uh, AKA yeah. bribes. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we but, didn't uh, say that. We didn't mean it. But uh, yeah, my film festival consultant came up with a list of festivals that uh, she felt uh, were a good fit for the film. Yeah. And um, Culver City was one of them. And uh, sure enough, got a call from Peter Green. Uh, he's the uh, director of the film festival back in November, I believe it was. Uh, actually, I was at my grandson's soccer game when I got the call and I hung up on him. <laughs> so, so I got his voicemail and called him back right away. Uh, I can see you look at your phone. <laughs> what is this? I'm getting spam. That's what? right. <laughs> so I got, they fortunately left a voicemail and I called him back and uh, he said, how would you like to have your film in the Culver City Film Festival? And I said, yeah. Oh. Sure, why not? Uh, and that just happened this uh, uh, December 2nd to the 7th. I, I can't remember now. Uh, just last couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and the film was screened on the 5th, December 5th, in uh, Culver City, California. I uh, wasn't able to make it out myself, but uh, I think uh, it all went well. And, so it was an adjudicated process, or is it? Each, yeah, it, it, there, it. there's awards. You yeah, know, and it didn't receive any awards. Yeah. But uh, again, just being my first film and just getting a chance to you know have my first festival uh, right there, and uh, so it was a very very exciting. Uh, and there's a lot of other festivals uh, coming up uh, 
in the next couple of weeks that uh, hoping to hear good positive things back on. What he means by that is if you want to donate money, because it does cost. Yes. <laughs> Donald, while we're talking about it, go ahead and give us a, you got a website and any. Uh, uh, I don't have a Tongue Mountain Sengo. Productions. But you can go to um, uh, Tongue Mountain Productions is on Facebook. There's mm-hmm. a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a YouTube page, uh, which you can actually see the uh, trailer to the uh, film mm-hmm. uh, is on the uh, YouTube, Tongue Mountain Productions YouTube page. Um, and right now the film is not available to be screened or looked at just because we're in the festival, um, uh, kind of period here and, uh, festivals don't like it when things are made public before the festival. (laughs) Oh, right, 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 (laughs) right. uh, Are you going to submit it to the Portsmouth one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, When they, uh, when they open up, they haven't uh, opened up their submissions yet, but yeah, when that opens up, I'll be right on that. So you've, you've kind of put your dipped your toe in the water here are you now like okay we kind of got the basics here uh i kind of see a project on the horizon you looking at kind of that for the future i do yes, um yes I, ha- I knew it i have another uh frost yes that breaking I'm- news <laughs> fire away uh that i'm uh, very interested in uh it's called the death of the hired hand um uh, I'm sorry, the death of the hired man. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, so the title kind of gives it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's another uh, husband and wife uh, poem where this uh, hired hand uh, comes back to the farm, uh, sort of looking to be taken in. Uh, and the husband's like, hey, he left me at hang time. I don't want this guy around. And, you know, he's very unsympathetic she's more sympathetic uh because she's seen him and feels like okay this, something's wrong here he's you know got not not well mm-hmm. um and uh and so it all takes place sort of outside um where they're kind of having this discussion about you know home what is what is home you know uh, and who is your brother's keeper you know and kind of it has these kind of uh themes throughout this is it. Robert Frost uh Robert Frost yeah uh actually in the same um collection that uh, home burial was in uh same uh, collection and again robert you know he spent a good bit of time just kind of absorbing new england life mm-hmm. and new england characters and the people around him uh and then just kind of infused that into his poems you know and that was what made him unique you know that he was sort of taking sort of common things uh and using it in this you know art form uh poetry at the time. So uh, so it's really beautiful. Again, another beautiful kind of portrayal of a husband and wife uh, struggling with uh, what's what's being presented to them. I'm catching a theme here. Okay. Donald, is everything okay at home? Because I... I... <laughs> I, yes, yes, I, I, yes, I, know, yes. I don't want to say you're projecting here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. All's well at home. Okay, okay, that's <laughs> but, uh, good to know. That's good. But, uh, I just thought I'd give you a chance if you had to, like, you know, no, vent. No, I, no I'm, I'm just taken with, you know, the power of these poems and the, yeah. the portrayals of these characters. I think that's the thing. It's just the characters are just so powerful. Yeah, in such a short amount of time. In such a short amount of time. And, you know, he's just given the the material right there. Unfortunately, it is in public domain. Uh, mm. So uh, that works out well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Is that true? Oh, my gosh. Tell me real quick about the uh, soundtrack. 
You had mentioned um, for the home burial. Uh, yeah, there is a soundtrack uh, of just Back the uh, the score. I meant you know, right. The, yeah. Uh, oh, the um, uh, Hans Trost is the uh, yeah. music person. Uh, got him on the Tribe of Sound, which is a great site to get your uh, background music from if you're looking for some. Uh, but Huntingly yeah, beautiful. It, it is. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things I just stumbled across. Serendipity. What can Merry I say? Merry Christmas, everyone. For you in theater, thecastingconnection.net. We are about to leave. Thank you, Donald, for coming in today. Yes, yes. Thank we you. scored another one. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Manchester, 101.9 FM, nhtalkradio.com. Head on out there. Merry Christmas, everybody, and have a great new year.